In today's show, big queries, memories, how do you like that? And Star Chat with Tom Allen. But before any of that, goings on. What is your come as today then, Jim? Robocop. Really? Yeah, what about you? I just come as a normal policeman. Well, we can fight crime together. Mm. I'm, I work solo, I'm a maverick. Yeah? Yeah, I'm like Columbo. Do you know, all of this talk makes mm. me think about when you had to get the um, tree roots sorted out. Do you remember that, palaver? The tree roots? The tree roots going right up into your garage. Do you remember? Put a big crack in your wall. Oh, the trees come down, but Did you there are more... Did you take the opportunity during the high winds to go out and mm-hmm. hack it down? Yeah, pushed it down. Good idea. Because mm. you, you were furious about it's the roots. It's a big tree. It's huge. It was a trunk. It was like if six big men, say fires, firefighters, yep. or yep. SAS or something, yep. were hugging in a group hug. Yeah. Picture that. Oh, yes. That's how I'd best describe the girth of that tree trunk. Six big SAS men, all bound together, holding each other, breathing into each other's faces as they stand there and just feel each other's warmth. Mm. And you charge them, force them over onto a car, and they've got glass all over their bits and pieces. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, if that helps you picture it. The size of the tree, I mean. I've got a very, very clear image in my mind. Good, good. Mm. Police technology nowadays is totally set up for modern crime. They'll be looking for a 21st century criminal. Yeah. They won't suspect a 19th century fella dressed sort of as a pirate, sort of as a robocop, going <laughs> at the neighbour's trees with the heel of his shoe. <laughs> Although they do know you now, though, don't they? Well, yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, it's Borough of Croydon. They've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, they're not interested in solving crime. No. They, they're running chippies. Yeah, and... And uh, confiscating large piles of ganja and then just smoking it all up themselves. <laughs> you can't make an accusation. <laughs> What's the basis for that? They come, they come, they're all sort of, you know, bleary eyed. Oh, yeah. In the mornings when you're going to work. You so shout at them. I figure they, they've been smoking. You cycle past them dressed half as a pirate and a robot. You've been smoking gear. And mm. they, they still don't arrest you, do they? Big Queries. Got one here from Clive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His wife's left him and he's lost his job. Redundancy. Oh, well. So he's, he's all right financially yeah. for the time being. But he's a bit of a loose end. In fact, quite a lot of loose ends. He's got n- nothing really to do to fill his time. No wife, no job. He's asking, what sort of hobby would we recommend he takes up? Speed dating. Yeah? Yeah. Is that a hobby? Well, you get back out, you get yourself a new wife if you're not careful. Do you know what I'd recommend? Go on. Weather spoons. Yeah. You can sit there from 7am till 11.30pm. And you can. We've done it. You can. Yeah, every day. Yeah. And in fact, between 11.30 and 7am, you could probably go and have a kip, realistically. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. 
There's one we knew that had an upstairs area that was quite happy for you to go and have a sleep in. Mm. You know? Mm. I mean, it's a gent's toilet. Yeah. But, but no one used it. Well, other than for kipping. Yeah. Quite a few fellas kipping in there. Maybe <laughs> hundreds of us mm. laid out snoozing. Mm. It was like being in the underground during the war, during the Blitz. Stank. Mm. Stank. Bombs yeah. going off all over the place. But you can start with breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Then have lunch. Then lunch. Then dinner. Yeah. And uh, they don't mind if you have a couple of drinks in between. They won't learn your name. They have no interest in that. No, they won't acknowledge they recognise you. No. Even though you essentially live there. Yeah. So I uh, hope that helps, Clive. Good luck. Deborah asks, says, sometimes I'm hungry in the supermarket. Uh-huh. We've all experienced that, haven't we? Yeah. Is it okay to start eating the food before I've bought it? No. No, it's not. Really? You're very firm on that? I am very firm on that. I find... Have you never nibbled on a sausage roll or... No. An, an no. apple? Oh, yeah, but not uh, not before buying it. Hmm. I assume... Uh, was it Debbie? Deborah, yeah. She was planning to pay for it, I imagine. How do I know that? As a as a shopkeeper, as, you know, Mr Morrison. When did you become a shopkeeper called Mr Morrison? <laughs> I, I, sometimes I do on a Sunday afternoon. All right, all right. I don't have a shop, but I just tell people... I'm, I'm a shopkeeper now, Mr. You know my name, Mr. Morrison's, and they say yes, doing it again, and I say <laughs> I am. So do, please don't eat my produce before you've bought it. Mm. I, you know, I work hard for this. I've got 27 children to feed, mm. and I've only got a whole network of huge supermarkets to to make me profit. Mm. And you know, it angers me. It angers me my customers, my loyal customers. So there you go, Deborah. Don't. Anger Mr. Morrison, mm. because he's just trying to make a buck the same as the rest of us, same as you, no doubt, in your office. Whatever you, you do. Whatever you do. Memories. Do you remember mm. your father taught me how to ride safely on the roads? That's a wonderful recollection, isn't it? Yeah. He did. He did cycling proficiency for the youngsters. Four times I took it and I never passed. And the main reason was because I could take my right hand off the handlebars, but I didn't like to take my left hand off. So if I was turning left, I had to reach over myself. (laughs) (laughs) And signal with your right hand. Yeah. That does sound dangerous. Yeah. I think you might have been right to fail you. He failed me. Also, Mm. I wore my helmet at a jaunty angle. Mm. On the wrong end. Yeah. Minor interval. Do you remember Eddie? Big Eddie, tall fella, curly hair. He was older than us. I think I do. His mother yeah. ran the old people's home. He lived in the old people's home. Yes. I went to the old people's home a few times, you know, yes. hanging out with Eddie. But I went there on bonfire night one time. Right? We, had, yeah. we had old people bonfire night, so which wasn't very good. Was it boring? They didn't like bangs or lights. Uh. So what do they do? You have to Jack and potatoes. The Is that all it was? <laughs> bonfire night for old people? Is that, have a jacket potato? They had a bonfire. I don't want to ever get old. They had a bonfire. What in in the lounge? In a garden, where they sat in the lounge, looked out a window at it. And where, how did they cook their jacket potatoes in the bonfire? Don't remember, but I would like to think so. What's perhaps more memorable? Yes. About Big Eddie. 
is that he introduced me to some of the heavy metal, Iron Maiden, and that kind of thing. Oh yeah, and also some other things in the woods. Oh. What was the best thing you ever found in the woods? Best thing I found in the woods: a little hidey hole in a tree. How little? Big enough to get in. More than one of you. Wow. Like a, a hollow tree trunk. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff of legend. Mm-hmm. I'd love that. And what was really nice is there was a sort of holly bush that flapped down across the entrance. So you could go into your hidey hole, conceal yourself and be safe Who from with? intruders. Who did you go in there with? On my own. Did Eddie take you in there? Eddie didn't know about it. Is that where you used to hide from Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I once found half a fishing rod. How do you like that? I saw a film the other day, Jim. Yeah? Yeah, um, Captain Phillips. Have you seen it? No. Uh, Tom Hanks is in it. How do you like that? I enjoyed parts of it, yes. But it uh, the thing that got me at the end, spoiler alert, but at the end uh, there's a very emotional scene that Mr Hanks does. Hmm. I'm a great admirer of his work. Mm-hmm. But he's there and he's like... Uh, 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 Was uh, his lip quivering? Well, no, he had his tongue out. His tongue out? Yeah. And it reminded me of that scene in Big... Where he's eating a canapé and he doesn't like the taste of the canapé and yeah. he's all like, uh, and I thought, one trick pony. How do you like that? A man was swallowed by a hippo. How do you like that? I, I like that. Yeah. Did he get back out? He survived. He got back out. He was taking another fella up the Zambezi. Oh, right. Which apparently he'd been doing on a daily basis for a number of years. He was like a tour guide. Correct. Yeah. And each time he'd pass this hippo. Yeah. And the hippo would sort of give him a little look. Right. He couldn't read, you know. He didn't read the look of, next time I see you, sunshine. I'm going to swallow swallow you right up. No, because day after day he went by and he didn't. He was calling his bluff. He never went uh, for him. He never went for him, never so much as sort of splashed about aggressively or, or even kind of seductively. Just, oh, yeah. Just mooched about there nonchalantly yeah. in, the, in the swampy water. One day, he goes flipping crazy, this hippo. Yeah. And he kills the other fella. No! That's the sad bit of the story. Then, the hippo's not finished, though. Right. Then, the tall guy fella, he gets him in his mouth, swallows him. Hole. Hole. Now the fella, yeah, he wriggles and he pushes and he wriggles and he squeezes and he pulls himself out. Which end? The mouth. No. If you were swallowed by a hippo, mm. <clears throat> would you climb back out of its mouth or mm. would you think, hang on, there's an easier way, because eh? I can get out and he won't even see me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but what I might think and do, and what the, the tour guide up the Zambezi might think and do, are not necessarily one and the same thing. No, but if, I've I've never uh, been up the Zambezi. No, I haven't. I don't think I will now. Uh, that sort of behaviour going on. I'm pretty sure the wife has. Mm. Blimey, you know what time it is, Jim? 
What's the time, Bob? It's time for Star Chat. Oh, marvellous. Yeah. I do enjoy Star Chat. I love it. I love it chatting to one of our comedy pals. Yeah, it's always yeah. good. Who have we got on then this uh, time? This week we have Tom Allen. Oh, Tom Allen. Tom Allen. Lovely fella. Yeah. Oh, that would be enjoyable, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. I imagine he'll be sat in some sort of armchair. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we can't phone him in here, can we? No. No, better go through to the telephone room. Okie dokie. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Tom. Oh, hello. Is that Bob and Jim? It is. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine, thanks. I've just got in the door from uh, Bristol, of all places. Of all places, eh? How was Bristol? Do you know what? After a gig, they didn't do food, and that's often all I want. It's just something like they had a menu, which is like finger food or something, one of which was pulled pork buns. And I said, can I have one of those? And they went, oh, no, we don't do food after 10. I just thought, well, you're not as glamorous and late night as you think you are because all you can do is pour a drink. And I get so angry at the lack of late night food. Mm. Um, just off topic uh, a little bit there, uh, Tom. Do you know anyone called Eddie? Um, yeah, uh, yes, I think so. I'm trying to think at the moment. Go on. We knew a fella called Eddie yeah. in our past. All and right. he introduced us to a number of things that we would otherwise have remained ignorant about possibly for some years. Go on. So <laughs> I just wondered, you know, did you have like uh, an Is Eddie, Eddie like a name for, for for some drug or something that I'm not? No, no we wouldn't no. trick you like that, Tom. We're not that clever. <laughs> no, we don't know the names of drugs. Okay. Um, was Eddie like... was a man. Right. He was a boy at the time, but he was tall enough to be a man. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. So maybe not Eddie, but uh, did you have a mentor? at any stage in your life, someone who showed you the ropes? Oh, what a what a good question. <laughs> Apart from you boys, I've had a couple of friends that did that. My friend um, Brie, she sometimes performs as Brigitte Aphrodite. Oh. She is very good at finding like an out-of-the-way underground bar in like the back streets of Soho or in you know, like the middle of nowhere. And she's very good at sort of, you know, finding like places that are ahead, slightly ahead of the curve. Because I think... There are places where everyone goes like, oh, this is so trendy and we must all go there. But all too quickly, they just become very mainstream. Mm, and, like spoons. yeah. If you look at what happened to Weatherspoons, it was mm. very trendy, mm. basement bar, we all love going to it, and then suddenly... We, yeah, we don't go there nearly as often now, now no. it's become all poncified. Now <laughs> it's gone all up market. Yes. <laughs> Did you know Weatherspoons have hotels as well? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Very cheap. Yeah. yeah, my wife knows that all too well. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lovely honeymoon, though, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's just grateful, you know, yeah. to get one. <laughs> Her time of life. Where are Bob and Jim from, I forget? Chandler's Ford. Yeah. Which is off the M3 near Southampton. Oh, Hertfordshire? Hertfordshire. Hampshire. Hampshire. Were you just doing the song? Yeah, that's what oh, I thought. Hampshire. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to admit, yes, I knew it was something like that. The counties of England. Oh, um, it was in one of the counties. Yeah. That's a safe bet. <laughs> I could imagine you in My Fair Lady, actually, Tom. Thank you. So can I. In fact, I imagine it most evenings as I'm going to sleep. <laughs> um, if we ever do a version, would you like to play our Eliza? I would be furious if you asked anybody else. 
And uh, finally, we, we come across a, a story about a fellow who got swallowed by a hippo. Uh, oh, what a terrible way to go. No, he didn't go. He wriggled his way back out. Oh, my goodness. His mate was killed by the hippo. He was flung. And so that's rather sad. But the fellow who got swallowed got back out. But have you had any hazardous encounters with animals? Recently, I went to the park with my dad, and a squirrel came up to us. <laughs> and then it came up to my dad's um, shoe, and I thought, oh, my goodness, that is such a familiar, audacious squirrel. Yes. And with that, the squirrel proceeded to run up my, my dad's leg. <laughs> you Is he after his nuts? I guess so, I guess so. And I started screaming, and Dad shook his leg, and it ran away. But I thought, that's outrageous. Soon, they'll be attacking us. They've also got ducks and geese, uh, that are scurry, uh, on, down in Kelsey Park uh, as well, which I thought they could break your arm, but they can't. <laughs> that's Kelsey Park. That's how I remember it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, quite right. We'll let yeah. you crack on with your uh, newsletter, Tom. Oh, thank you. Well, it's been a lovely, a lovely chat to you. Thank you very uh, and much. And a, a lovely welcome home from Bristol. Mm. And, um, and, yeah, thank you for letting me join you on this, on this lovely podcast of yours. It's very comfortable and nice. That's very kind. Thank you for talking with us. Yeah, thanks for coming. Pleasure, treasures. Oh, crumbs. Look, it's flipping run out of time again, haven't it's we? Out of time again. We've finished. Yeah, Blimey. I know. Blimey, it's summer, it, isn't it? Yeah, well, what have you learnt today, Bob? You can't get food in Bristol after 10 o'clock. <laughs>